Hello, I am your host, Pedro Gelabert from the Long Island Church of Christ, reading with you the chronological Bible reading in one year using God's Word Translation by God's Word to the Nations Mission Society. 1 Corinthians 12 Brothers and sisters, I don't want there to be any misunderstanding concerning spiritual gifts. You know that when you were unbelievers, every time you were led to worship false gods, you were worshiping gods who couldn't even speak. So I want you to know that no one speaking by God's Spirit says, Jesus is cursed. No one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. There are different spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit gives them. There are different ways of serving, and yet the same Lord is served. There are different types of work to do, but the same God produces every gift in every person. The evidence of the Spirit's presence is given to each person for the common good for everyone. The Spirit gives one person the ability to speak with wisdom. The same Spirit gives another person the ability to speak with knowledge. To another person, the same Spirit gives courageous faith. To another person, the same Spirit gives the ability to heal. Another can work miracles. Another can speak what God has revealed. Another can tell the difference between spirits. Another can speak in different kinds of languages. Another can interpret languages. There is only one Spirit who does all these things by giving what God wants to give to each person. For example, the body is one unit and yet has many parts. As all the parts form one body, so it is with Christ. By one Spirit we were all baptized into one body. Whether we are Jewish or Greek, slave or free, God gave all of us one Spirit to drink. As you know, the human body is not made up of only one part, but of many parts. Suppose a foot says, I am not a hand, so I am not part of the body. Would that mean it's no longer part of the body? Or suppose an ear says, I'm not an eye, so I'm not a part of the body. Would that mean it's no longer part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, how could it hear? If the whole body were an ear, how could it smell? So God put each and every part of the body together as he wanted it. How could it be a body if it only had one part? So there are many parts but one body. An eye can't say to a hand, I don't need you. Or again, the head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. The opposite is true. The parts of the body that we think are weaker are the ones we really need. The parts of the body that we think are less honorable are the ones we give special honor. So our unpresentable parts are made more presentable. However, our presentable parts don't need this kind of treatment. God has put the body together and given special honor to the part that doesn't have it. God's purpose was that the body should not be divided, but rather that all its parts should feel the same concern for each other. If one part of the body suffers, all the other parts share its suffering. If one part is praised, all the others share in its happiness. You are Christ's body, and each of you is an individual part of it. In the church, God has appointed first apostles, next prophets, third teachers, then those who perform miracles, then those who have the gift of healing, then those who help others, those who are managers, and those who can speak in a number of languages. Not all believers are apostles, are they? Are all of them prophets? Do all of them teach? Do all of them perform miracles or have gifts of healing? 
Can all of them speak in other languages or interpret languages? You only want the better gifts, but I will show you the best thing to do. 1 Corinthians 13 I may speak in the languages of humans and of angels, but if I don't have love, I am a loud gong or a clashing cymbal. I may have the gift to speak what God has revealed, and I may understand all mysteries and have all knowledge. I may even have enough faith to move mountains, but if I don't have love, I am nothing. I may even give away all that I have and give up my body to be burned. But if I don't have love, none of these things will help me. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love isn't jealous. It doesn't sing its own praises. It isn't arrogant. It isn't rude. It doesn't think about itself. It isn't irritable. It doesn't keep track of wrongs. It isn't happy when injustice is done, but it is happy with the truth. Love never stops being patient, never stops believing, never stops hoping, never gives up. Love never comes to an end. There is a gift of speaking what God has revealed, but it will no longer be used. There is the gift of speaking in other languages, but it will stop by itself. There is the gift of knowledge, but it will no longer be used. Our knowledge is incomplete, and our ability to speak what God has revealed is incomplete. But when what is complete comes, then what is incomplete will no longer be used. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, thought like a child, and reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I no longer used childish ways. Now we see a blurred image in a mirror. Then we will see very clearly. Now my knowledge is incomplete. Then I will have complete knowledge as God has complete knowledge of me. So these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the best one of these is love. 1 Corinthians 14 Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially the gift of speaking what God has revealed. When a person speaks in another language, he doesn't speak to people but to God. No one understands him. His spirit is speaking mysteries. But when a person speaks what God has revealed, he speaks to people to help them grow, to encourage them, and to comfort them. When a person speaks in another language, he helps himself grow. But when a person speaks what God has revealed, he helps the church grow. I wish that all of you could speak in other languages, but especially that you could speak what God has revealed. The person who speaks what God has revealed is more important than the person who speaks in other languages. This is true unless he can interpret what he says to help the church grow. Brothers and sisters, it wouldn't do you any good if I came to you speaking in other languages unless I explained revelation, knowledge, prophecy, or doctrine to you. Musical instruments like the flute or harp produce sounds. If there is no difference in the notes, how can a person tell what tune is being played? For example, if the trumpet doesn't sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? In the same way, if you don't speak in a way that can be understood, how will anyone know what you're saying? You will be talking into thin air. No matter how many different languages there are in the world, not one of them is without meaning. If I don't know what a language means, I will be a foreigner to the person who speaks it, and that person will be a foreigner to me. In the same way, since you're eager to have spiritual gifts, try to excel in them so that you help the church grow. So the person who speaks in another language should pray for an interpretation of what he says. 
If I pray in another language, my spirit prays, but my mind is not productive. So what does this mean? It means that I will pray with my spirit, and I will pray with my mind. I will sing psalms with my spirit, and I will sing psalms with my mind. Otherwise, if you praise God only with your spirit, how can outsiders say amen to your prayer of thanksgiving? They don't know what you're saying. Your prayer of thanksgiving may be very good, but it doesn't help other people grow. I thank God that I speak in other languages more than any of you. Yet, in order to teach others in church, I would rather say five words that can be understood than 10,000 words in another language. Brothers and sisters, don't think like children. When it comes to evil, be like babies, but think like mature people. God's word says, Through people who speak foreign languages and through the mouths of foreigners, I will speak to these people. But even then, they will not listen to me, says the Lord. So the gift of speaking in other languages is a sign for unbelievers, not for believers. The gift of speaking what God has revealed is a sign for believers, not for unbelievers. Suppose the whole congregation gathers in the same place and you speak in other languages. When outsiders or unbelievers come in, won't they say that you're out of your mind? Now suppose you speak what God has revealed. When unbelievers or outsiders come in, you will show them where they are wrong and convince them that they are sinners. The secrets in their hearts will become known, and in this way they will quickly bow with their faces touching the ground, worship God, and confess that God is truly among you. So what does this mean, brothers and sisters? When you gather, each person has a psalm, doctrine, revelation, another language, or an interpretation. Everything must be done to help each other grow. If people speak in other languages, only two or three at the most should speak. They should do it one at a time, and someone must interpret what each person says. But if an interpreter isn't present, those people should remain silent in church. They should only speak to themselves and to God. Two or three people should speak what God has revealed. Everyone else should decide whether what each person said is right or wrong. If God reveals something to another person who is seated, the first speaker should be silent. All of you can take turns speaking what God has revealed, and that way everyone will learn and be encouraged. People who speak what God has revealed must control themselves. God is not a God of disorder, but a God of peace. As in all the churches of God's holy people, the women must keep silent. They don't have the right to speak. They must take their place, as Moses' teaching says. If they want to know anything, they should ask their husbands at home. It's shameful for a woman to speak in church. Did God's word originate with you? Are you the only ones it has reached? Whoever thinks that he speaks for God or that he is spiritually gifted must acknowledge that what I write to you is what the Lord commands. But whoever ignores what I write should be ignored. So, brothers and sisters, desire to speak what God has revealed, and don't keep anyone from speaking in other languages. Everything must be done in a proper and orderly way.